wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. I thought you like forgot something. It's a it's 2021. It was a dramatic delay. It was dramatic. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this year started off great. We're doing it well. I figured since this this movie we watched was a fucking dumpster fire, we should just make this. So a should this fire. review? Yeah, it's a straight off shit show. <laughs> but it's your boys, Movie Mayhem Podcast, Matt, Brian, and uh, we uh, again left it uh, a movie up to the people, and the people fucked me. This is how. It, it's it's sort of uh, similar to what happens in this movie where uh, we leave it up to the people and things no, and they get and they, someone gets in their ear and starts put, pushing them down a road they don't want to go down. Yeah, we had one vote uh, in our survey. It was by one man, and uh, his vote won. Yeah, and now he's here to reap the the benefits of his hard work. That's right. Please welcome friend of the show. Mike DeQuattro. Hello. Mike, uh, Hello, everybody. We, when, once this pick won the, our poll, we knew it had to be you yeah. that was coming there was, to... Wherever you see a puppet, you know there's going to be a puppet master. <laughs> and here's the puppet. Hello. Oh, I'm the puppet? Yeah. <laughs> who's, the, who's, my, who's my puppet master? George Lucas. Oh, okay. And Disney. And yeah. Disney. Well, Disney, you know, it was LucasArts at oh, the yeah. time. Okay. Sure. With that in mind, then, Mikey, what movie are we reviewing today? We are reviewing uh, the Star Wars A Phantom Menace. Prequel, episode one. Episode one. Right. Uh, that came out after the original trilogy. And tell me, prequels do. And tell our people uh, why why you are here. What has been your defense for the last I don't know twenty years? So I am an adamant believer that the Phantom Menace is severely underrated. I think that it's a good movie. I'm not saying it's the greatest movie. I'm not saying it's an amazing movie. I'm saying it's a good movie. Which is pretty good for Mikey, because he always says everything's not a great (laughs) or terrible. It carries it it carries this this umbrella above its head with just blocking itself from all the shit storm. Is it that that that, that meme of like the soldier taking the Yeah, yeah. That's it that's exactly what it is. Mikey's the soldier. So so, yeah, so that's me. What is it uh, alright, so you're protecting this movie. I'm I'm not I'm just defending that it's it's not a bad movie. Like everybody just thinks that it's like the worst movie of Star Wars. It's like it it started off a terrible run, but like if you take it if you compare it To? to the other Star Wars movies, like 
comparatively, it's not as great as, say, Empire Strikes Back or okay. Return of the Jedi. Um, but it's hard when when they're sitting down to, to think about a, a, a th- another three movies that then add on to six movies, uh, uh, you know, the greater of six movies, it's hard, like, that's... Like, this is, like, the the setup episode. Like, Yeah, well, that's why it's episode one. Yeah, no, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like there was just, like, a lot of people wanted it to be, like, Empire, but Empire wouldn't have been good if A New Hope no, wasn't... No, I, I, think, I think you're mis- mistaking that people want it to be a Star Wars movie in the fact that there is a hero a, and a villain and a plot and a story and characters, which this had just characters. It didn't really have... Okay, so would you say the Trade Federation is the bad guy in this movie? Well, so, like, but that's the thing. You're you're looking at the movie... I'm looking at it as a movie, As, yes. as just one singular movie, but you can't do that. Yes, you can. But you can. But <laughs> yes, you can. But you you but can like, look at every movie as a singular movie. No, because No, because this is where you see the origin story of both... Senator Palpatine, you get the origin. But it's not. He's he. We obviously found out in Episode Nine that he's been Palpatine and around for generations. This isn't an origin story for Palpatine. That doesn't count. What does it count? Because that was the dumbest. That was after this. That was that was like that. That technically it was made seconds before Episode Nine came out. So like I'm not taking that for what. What has been my theory about every Star Wars movie? Is that they make it up as they go along. Oh, that that much is clear. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Look, as far as shitting on this movie, we should acknowledge first that everything bad to say about this movie has been said. Right. You know, you, no, have, yeah, it's you can look at the Mr. Plickett reviews, you can look at the What If Star Wars Was Good, right. you can look at what, Stockman. What was it, the Red, Red Letter Media? Red Letter, Red Letter Media. Media. And then, yeah, Jeremy John. Yeah, you, anybody, anybody that ever talked the about a movie. Critic. As, yeah, yeah, they can all tell you what's wrong with... This movie. With this movie. We're just here to beat Mikey up for two hours. That's basically <laughs> what it is. But, you know, there are still those that appreciate it. And Mikey's not the only one. No, you know? I... Look, I... It was more watchable now. Because I feel that they special edition the one on Disney+. Plus. Mm. Like, it wasn't as, like, grotesque as the one I saw in the movie theater. I, I was able to see this in the movie theaters when it came out. Me so too. was I. Yeah. 1999, I was in... Eighth grade. It's one of the first movies I ever saw there in theaters. Go. In, in theaters. theaters, yeah. Mm. And I gotta say, like, it, it, like, I think that the whole thing is, is that st- each Star Wars movie has a feeling to it. Like New Hope, obviously, it's like, oh, it's got a, you know, a sense of, like, a sense of hope, a sense of like, <laughs> you know, to, 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 to be. Some like, would say a new hope. Some would say a that. New sense but of like, hope. it's a, it's a sense of there's a journey about to begin. We're about to go on an epic adventure. Episode, you know, uh, Return of uh, Empire. Empire Strikes Back. Sorry, uh, is it's da- is a downer. It's you know the consequences for all the actions. Like you know you want to become a Jedi. Well, there's people better than you. You got- and then Return of the Jedi, which apparently was supposed to be the end. It was like, okay, well, now we know if the story does continue, we know where it's going to start with. Yeah, but like you said, they make it up as they go. Right. So when they made A New Hope, it wasn't supposed to be uh, the beginning of a saga. It was supposed to just be Star Wars. Right. And that's it. Okay. So they wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be him starting on his journey. It was supposed to be his journey. You right, know? yeah, and then it made money. And then it made money, right. So, you know, looking at 
and 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 you know that's to your to your point, Mikey. But then on the other hand, it's like if you're gonna look at Empire, you, and you look at the Phantom Menace, and you always and you the first thing you said was you can't look at it as just the Phantom Menace. You have to look at it as the the part of a bigger picture. But Star Wars wasn't made the original, like A New Hope, which is what the the most common comparison comparing it to the first movie right. of the original you, you trilogy. It to right, the it, it's poetry. It rhymes. Uh, that A New Hope wasn't made as part of a trilogy. It was just yes. Star Wars. Yes, but <laughs> but I think, but I think <laughs> that was it's a good quote from George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so although like I agree with that, A New Hope when that first came out, you know, it was just Star Wars and it was just supposed to be a sci-fi movie and they kind of, they kind of went with it and a great movie it is. The, the whole thing is, is it's hard to compare it to a Phantom Menace when the Phantom Menace then has to start laying down the groundwork as to the backstory of everything that happened in the original trilogy. Yeah. So you can't sit and be like, because a new, a new hope for all intents and purposes was a standalone movie. Yeah. That's a movie that you can say, this is just a movie because like it ended up all bit, just movies. But, but you that's can't. Not, <laughs> that's not what he means. <laughs> it's, like, it's like watching, it's like, it's like watching Harry, uh, it's like watching one of the Harry Potter movies. Uh, like, the Lord uh, of the Rings the movies. Uh, yeah. It's like watching the Lord of the Rings movie without watching the rest of them like you like i could just watch return of the king it. and no no the, the two one. towers two towers, towers and be like that's fine. and not only that <laughs> you, you not only is it you know re it's serving as an introduction to everything from the original tri trilogy but it's also the first step in what they already planned to be a trilogy exactly. with the prequel trilogy so in a way it's kind of like we when we watch the fellowship of the ring we're like it's all right but we like it a lot more after the two towers or after return of the king it's like because we see it as, where you see where as, it a, goes. as the bigger picture we can right. look back at the end that's sort of the perspective that this movie was made with now when we watch it we can only watch it as we can't watch all three at the same time we can but we'll hate our we'll hate oh, it yeah I, I already hated myself right so you're, you're watching it as one movie by itself but you somehow you have to understand that it's part of three movies and that is a, a difficult thing to do yeah so I think that's my that's like my one that's one of my biggest, like, gripes about the reason why this movie gets so much hatred. It's because it's like you compare it to a movie that was supposed to be a standalone movie. And people compare it to, um... You, sorry, and it's, not, it's not more so about comparing. It's just like, it, it's weird when... It's like an unfair. Was like, it? It's just an unfair comparison. Was it? Was Episode Four put on Star Wars after the fact, or was it put? Yeah, on... Yeah, it was just Star Wars. It, was it wasn't, Wars. It wasn't Star even Wars. a New Hope. It yeah. was just Star it was Wars. Just, just Star, Star Wars. Wars. So they. Yeah. All right. So George Lucas is basically his own worst enemy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh he's yeah. not. He did like, this to himself. He did yeah. this to himself. <laughs> and then he was surprised this. that people were like, "I don't like this." Yeah. Well, you know. But also, then again, here's the, here's a difference between the original trilogy and this one is that this. Is all him. This is yeah. all writer, director, yeah. producer George Lucas. Casting director. Everything. He he picked everything. This is all his idea. While ep the the prequels were hit was the him. Originals. He did the original, and then somebody was like, "This could be good. Let me do it. <laughs> do you want to do the second? One? Uh, we'll do. Let Ivan Kirshner do it because that's your friend, and he made the best one. And yes. then George Lucas got burnt out because he you know had some personal issues, and that's why. Uh, someone else directed Return of the Jedi. So he basically was there as a producer. 
Like, he had his hands on it, but he wasn't, like, the final say. Mm-hmm. This, anyone who had a say in it, as you could see in all those documentaries and behind-the-scenes stuff, they were just kind of, like, biting their tongue, like, this isn't good. Like the, like, the whole famous thing of the editor, like, at the end going, in 90 seconds we have the death of Qui-Gon Jinn, some funny shit, something blowing up, and then back to Qui-Gon Jinn. Like, what are we supposed to care about? Right. And then I ask, what do we care about in this? Like, because nothing, like, you know who's going to survive off the bat. It's not like Anakin's going to get shot in the head. It's not like <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi's going to get his fucking face cut off. It's like we could see, like, okay, well, this person's going to, like, we all knew at the beginning, like, Qui-Gon Jinn's are like, he's going to die. Right. Like, yeah. That's, like, it's a character to be set up, like, in more modern, like, action movies. It's usually a female character that's, like, set up for a character's motivation to mm-hmm. go forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darth Maul was like, eh, that, that could be cool. He was. Then he gets cut in half. Awesome. Yeah. But the thing is, that shouldn't be a reason for him to die. And that's always like, that's a problem with the trilogy in general. But he didn't Darth die. Maul, I know, but that, and there's they, so many post things that happen after. <laughs> yeah, after the trilogy was right. done. You know? Yeah. You but can like, retcon all you want after the fact. Exactly. You can <laughs> say, well, this is where he was, right. but where he should have been was in the sequels. You know, in yeah. episode two and episode three. Right. I think. I think. If you would have kept Darth Maul around and replaced Count Dooku mm-hmm. with Darth Maul, like Darth Maul could have been at the same level as Vader. You I, know, I, I I truly think that like he was more interesting, he was more um, intimidating, and I think he had the he had the weight of killing Qui Gon Jinn. Like if you would have kept a him man, around, we barely give a fuck about. Yeah, but the man that also trained Obi Wan, who we do give a fuck about. Yeah, but so. Qui Gon Jinn, Qui-Gon Qui-Gon Jinn like, is yeah. the worst Jedi, of all in time. my opinion. Yeah, of all time, yeah. he's the worst. Poor Liam Neeson. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> if Liam Neeson now saw what Liam Neeson did back then, he'd be upset. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. got a certain set of skills. Yeah. But, but kind of, kind of like shit what, editing. Kind of what you were saying about like the whole like you know what's gonna happen and stuff right. like that. I so I watched this movie with Anna, and she I don't think she for context that's your girlfriend. <laughs> yes, that is. Um, so I was going to ask, how much of a Star Wars fan is Anna? So, she. Like, watched, what's her experience? With I it? D- I honestly don't know. Like, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. Um, because like, anytime I'm like, oh, do you see like the new Star Wars movies? And, and she was like, yeah. And I was like, have you seen like the old ones? And she's like, yeah, like a like a long time ago. But like I don't think like she actually like (laughs) I don't know if she like actually paid attention or stuff like that. So she was like, oh yeah. So when like they reveal that like he's like the emperor, talking about Palpatine, she's like, was that like a surprise to everybody? And I was like, if you watch this trilogy for the first time and like without watching the originals, I was like, yeah. I was like, it's also like a lot of the a lot of these movies are like if she's only watched them like a couple of times like and it like it's spread out through years i don't blame her on forgetting the the details mm-hmm. like oh yeah, Palp- yeah the only reason why like so when this came out they did the re-release of the, 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 the first go around of the special editions that's where i got to see star wars in the movie theaters for the first time with the re-releases plus the vhs's i have cool uh, i remember the re-releases yeah and then like so going into it, it like it came out like two years after the the last re release. Mm-hmm. So like I'm all fresh on Star Wars, sure. baby. Like I'm yeah. like every time I'm homesick, I'm watching my Star Wars VHSs. Hell yeah. You know, like just kind of playing with my Power of the Force figures. And like so, I I I knew that, but when I didn't like that they showed like the Emperor, like like right away you knew. It's like that's yeah. fucking Palpatine. Yeah. And then when he was like 
prancing around. It's like, oh, I'm a dollar. How are you doing? <laughs> it's like they should have, they should have kept Darth Maul as the only one you saw, as the only Sith you saw. And then at the end, if you do kill Darth Maul, you go, well, Sith usually work in twos, you know, no more, no less. And then like that would have been like, well, what happens? And so to lead us to believe that. You know, because Palpatine is introduced, like, oh, does he get corrupted? Is does he become something over time? And then we find out he is the guy. He is the Phantom Menace. Well, if you see Palpatine, right, you're gonna know he's the Emperor. No, but I'm saying, but this, if this is an origin story, mm. we're getting an origin story for everybody. Right, right. There's also um... shoot. No, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I lost my train of thought. Because <laughs> all right. I mean, it happens. I mean, yeah. this movie does that to people. <laughs> well, it um, it, it, the thing with Darth Maul and the Emperor, mm-hmm. right, is that you go in. It's the problem with any prequel, right? Is that you go in knowing who everyone is right. because you know the reveals already the, happened, right? You know, um, but. I'm just saying, I like, Darth I want to know Maul, how they got from A to B. Like, so mean? from, like, from Senator Palpatine to Emperor Palpatine. So if it, everything just happened, like, okay, well, like, the, the Chancellor should have been introduced. Like, we should have given a ship about Terrence Stamp. Because when, when, yeah. when Pal, uh, Amidala's like, we, we have a vote of no confidence, and he takes it like a fucking bullet to the chest, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't care. Like, well, you, you just you, were introduced to me. But I, that's where you start to see the, the power, the power hungry of Palpatine. Is like you see him but laying it, the groundwork of like, hey, you, you should really vote a no confidence. But it would here. it would have weighed heavier if we were, if they were kind of her conscience, like one's good side, one's bad side, and you don't know because it's the shades of gray of politics. Well, she already kind of said that she was like, he's been very good to us. Like, why would I do that? That's the, the rules of, of movie making is to tell and not tell. show. Yeah, sure. You have to like it has to be understood like. There has to be, like, you know, a scene where, like, Terrence Stamp goes to Natalie Portman and is like, oh, I'm so glad to see you, Queen. You know, I remember your parents, blah, blah. I've known your family forever. And you're like, okay, well, he's, he's had the history. And then Palpatine, because we, we already know Palpatine is a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, so he, it's, he's working on that advantage. You, you kind of have to, like, balance out or have him be, like, a real big dickhead and be like, well, Palpatine doesn't seem that bad in comparison. Hmm. Does the politics and stuff interest you more now than it did when when you were a kid because i remember i did not know terrence stamp was in this movie right until like two years ago hmm. and i've seen the movie at least four times and before that right you know but it's just as a kid my brain just kind of turned off for that part for that whole the whole coruscant part right my brain just turned the entire off entire planet's a city y- yeah, yeah. It, it does does because the, the, and I never even like it. Whenever that stuff happened, like every time the viceroys talked, right? Like any of that, my brain just didn't register. It's my favorite. The viceroy has one of my favorite quotes Which in is? any movie. It's, it's like in the first scene of the movie, he's just like, "What? What did you say?" Yeah, yeah. Just the way he said it, I was like, "I fucking love it." I was like, ever since I was a kid, I was like, "That's like my, one of my favorite quotes." I don't know why. And then like me and my cousin, uh, some might not even say that's a quote. <laughs> yeah. Well. I guess it started, uh, like my cousin, my cousin yeah. Chris, yeah. it was something that, like, we used to just say to each other all the time, and it's just, like, anytime I think of Phantom Menace, I always, like, my first thought is just, like, what? What did you say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see, this is and my And then my girlfriend's like, 
what kind of stereotypical accent are they trying to do here? I was like, I Asian. don't even know. <laughs> Asian. Yeah. Or, it, you know, it's like, for and also, I don't know, I guess that brings up a good point, is, is this movie as racist as people, I know that was one of the complaints people have about this movie, that the accents are racist, or that the characters are kind of racist. The character, like, um, Some of them. Some of them, Yeah. You, still, you think so? I don't know. I think they're a little bit more... Yes, they're very stereotypical. I mean, it depends on also... But, but there's, what does that mean about you? Because what are you trying to, to put say, on For them, me, yeah. it's a stretch to, to say... Like, to say that Watto is like a, you know, a, a used car salesman. A, a, I mean, a used car salesman, yes. That's obviously what he's right, going but for. He's but are you attaching a race to that? Right. Are you, are you putting your own, like, thing on it? Because people have said that's a very anti-Semitic character. Oh, is it supposed to be Jewish? It's supposed to be Jewish. He's okay. like, nothing works on me except money, you know, like, or he's like a Middle Eastern, kind of like that whole... Middle like, Eastern, I could kind of pick up from right. the accent. Yeah, uh, that's kind of Was it Jar Jar that said that Jar Jar was supposed to be a black stereotype? Like, the Gungans are supposed to be, like, you know, all, all different kinds of, like, what is it, like, uh, Jamaican and all that stuff because of how they... Like, I guess. Uh, I, yeah, I, it's, 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 one of, it's one of those things and, like... Also, how come all the white people don't have like a goofy accent either? It's like they, like one of the pilots can just go. <laughs> well, it's only because that's the thing. It's only fun and goofy because it's different, right? You know? Yeah, like because it's, it's it's one of those things where it's like I don't know how to navigate like this kind of thing in like in a real life sense of like if I was to make a movie like I wouldn't know how to navigate because it's when you're coming up with like CGI characters essentially or if it's gonna be traditional just like character yeah if you're gonna make a character that's not human right like you don't want every character to sound exactly the same so like having accents is like okay but the problem is is there's so many accents and there's so many dialects that it's hard to come up with something original and if you can't come up with something original i don't think it's a bad thing to base accents off of different cultures right but the problem is it's not it's not random Right. You know, like yeah. The yeah. used car that's, salesman yes. is that yeah, guy. That's the, and they made that it. is the problem. Yeah, it's, not, the like, problem it's not like the high chances like, hey, I got no little money. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, right, it's, right. The vice you, It's the guy who, who owns a slum shop in a shit neighborhood, you know, who has who's trying to like do an undercutting deal. You know, why didn't he have a more like a bug like thing where someone just holds it and goes like, Well, well, we can go buy, you know, yeah. this. You know, Conan O'Brien does a whole bunch of like yeah. voices for different characters. Yeah. Yeah. But like, at the same time, I never picked up on that shit, and I don't know any, I you know all, and I don't know any Asian guy or girl that watched these movies and those viceroys were and they were just like, that's what my father sounds like. This is terrible. Like I am so hurt. Like none of I, I don't I don't, I don't no, think it's coming. No, I think you know what think, I mean. Like, I, it's, I think it's you gotta like, be looking for it. It's to also find like, it. remember when we did the original it, like the original Stephen King it. Yeah, and then we, they brought up uh, Rich, the Richie character, who's supposed to be a stand-up comedian, and nothing he said was funny. Yes, it's like he's doing comedy through the lens of Stephen King, who is not generally funny. So this is an accent through the lens of George Lucas, yeah. okay. who has been up in his ranch, surrounded by you know white people most of the time. Not saying, and he's just like not saying that he's like. Oh, I'm gonna make this guy sound like you know a railroad working Asian guy like back in the day, like how you know the Wild West road shows were all about. Right. I think he did. I don't think he had any malice intent to it, yeah. but I think that he went a little heavy-handed with it. I, I think, I think the way that I kind of view this is, and, and 
like again because I don't know I have I haven't watched the like the behind the scenes and stuff like that so I don't know so like I assume that when they're coming up with a character that um they have the design for the character yes and they have the model for the character but then you know they have to bring in a casting I guess George Lucas did the casting uh, director but like they need to find a voice that works with the look of each character like I don't think he's just like this person should like. These group of people, they're going to have Jamaican... Like, I think it was just along the lines well, of, think, like... Wasn't George R. Binks supposed to be Michael Jackson? Wasn't that one of the things? Really? Like, he was supposed to come in for, like, George R. Binks, but I don't think he, like, could do it yeah. at the time. Oh, that would have been weird. Right? There's a whole... Yeah. There's a whole lot of things that Michael Jackson was up for that he didn't get to do. <laughs> yeah. I'd see, so, like, I don't know what the thought process is there, so, like... Well, I, I mean, even that, like, even if... Okay, you come up with a character... Right, then you have to kind of go through a process of like, okay, well, go through this accent. What does this sound like with this guy? What does this sound like with this guy? So then you're hearing it and you're like, well, then this one works with this. Like, it would like if we all came up with five characters and you did your first and you just did your normal voice. Like you said, you have to do you have to describe each one, everything separate. There's different races, there's different things. Like, so that means someone has to be like, okay, well, try it like this. Try it and. If we you've seen any behind the scenes of any voice acting thing, where they're just like, all right, run this like twenty times in a row, yeah. run this like fifty times, like mm-hmm. get punched, sound like you get punched in the gut, sound like you get punched in the gut with a metal uh, fist, sound like you get punched in the gut with a feather, yeah, you know, like run the different kind of gambit. So there had to be a point where George Lucas was like, well, we'll try it like this, try it with a Misa Isa, so Wiza Pisa kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> I don't know how he landed on the Jar Jar Binks accent because that is just terrible in general. I couldn't understand it. Yeah, there were no, there were actually scenes where I was like, "The fuck did he just say?" <laughs> right. And and like that's like, that's just poor, like just poor design. Poor design. You needed yeah. subtitles, like yeah, yeah. Like I when almost they, put on subtitles, and I was like, "I'm not even." Worth when they it. were in um, Gungan Land, uh, was it was Gungan City? Gungan City. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> but I was like, what the fuck is he saying? Like, <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, I have the volume at like 35 on my TV. And I'm like, all right, this is very loud for me. Like, I, I, <laughs> like you're hearing it. I'm hearing it, but I'm not, it's not sticking. Like, <laughs> um, Speaking of like uh, design, like character designs and, um, and like CGI and stuff like that, like, uh, we kind of talked briefly how like it's crazy that this came out the same year as the Matrix. That's crazy because the Matrix was so great with its with its uh, you know its special effects. Yeah, and it holds up so well. It holds up so well. And we this watched m- it this year again. And yeah, this oh this movie's CGI just like doesn't hold up, and right. and that's like kind of unfortunate. Yeah, it look it, there are some points that look like. Uh, it reminds me, it somehow, did, like, the battle, like, at the end, with the Joys versus the Gungans, reminds me of when, like, when I see it, I can only think of Windows 2000. You know, like, <laughs> the colors, yeah. the A lot of the, the green textures. and the blue screens do not age, yeah, it doesn't age. Yeah. Oh, but, oh, uh, would, yeah. you, would you like to know that the Matrix actually came out before yeah. Phantom Menace? That's surprising. It came out two, a, month, a month beforehand. But the problem is the quantity, though, right? Like, it's not that the Matrix is CGI is so much better, it's that it's used better. Right. There's less of it. Right. You know, there's. It's uh, why, yeah, that holds the test of time because you don't. It doesn't immediately date itself with a, with a farting camel cow thing. 
Yeah, or like, it's not like, it's not Keanu Reeves and then green screen everywhere, you know? That's the next movie. That's the next movie. Yeah, exactly, and you yeah. can see where that one doesn't age. Right. You know? That's that highway scene. The, the highway, highway scene is, is... Is like the only part that yeah. isn't like... Him versus all the Smiths, it ages poorly. Yeah, mm-hmm. terribly. You Terrible. can tell like that's just computer generated. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the whole way through. It looks like a PS2 game. Yep. That's um, what I fear about like in in twenty years, like looking back at like, watch Marvel Endgame? movies. Yeah. And you'd be like, oof, boy, if they knew what we know now. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm worried about that too. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, at, at least the set of Endgame looks like it has like with the things they're standing on, like the general terrain is like made, right. and then what's going on behind them. Well, this I think was the last like legit sets and like legit like locations for a Star Wars movie since until now yeah. until like the last trilogy where like you could tell like the palace and all like the verandas and everything that's a real place yeah. but like this the, obviously like the 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 deck of the trade federation ship is you know it's it's mm-hmm. a set with a green screen in the background that generator room where the last duel happens right which is not as good as everyone says it is. It is shit. It's not Whoa. shit. I, Whoa. It's oh not my God. shit. That's one of the best lightsaber fights. I, I in... know why you're saying it's shit. Because it's pointless. Because oh, because yeah, there's nothing behind it and it's stilted it's and over choreographed. But it's. I think it's really cool still. Oh, the, just the not in the music, way. the choreography. The mu- oh. oh. The, maybe not. Here's the, the thing meaning, about the music. The you're about to shit on the duel of fates, Here's, my guy. No, 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 no. I want to tell you this oh. right <laughs> off the bat. Here's the problem with this movie is that every scene goes on for so long they have to stop the music to be like, uh, this would just be a lot of music. Mm. Like the pod racing scene, they had the music and then it's like nothing. Pod racing scene was rough. Hey, see, I think that I think that the pod racing scene was fine. I thought it was entertaining. I think that it it, it could have been it could have been a little four bit shorter. shorter. I think it could have been a little shorter, but I I still think that that was that was a nice transition from like kind of like the boring stuff into like that's where it starts getting into like the actiony part of the the last half. Yeah. No, I mean I it definitely is a lot more entertaining than maybe the 45 minutes before that, you know, um because you have the scene in the beginning, right? Right? And then you have a little bit with them getting the princess out of there, mm-hmm. getting the queen out of there, sorry. Right. And then just nothing until the pot race. Right. right? Mm-hmm. You so didn't need any of that shit. Yeah. You so could have just welcome. Had, <laughs> you could have had him walk in to the fucking, into Watto's place and been like, well, I sense the force is here. No, but also, you, Watto no, but you is need... like the kryptonite for Jedi mind tricks. Right. Like, and they only, he, this guy alone only exists right here. Like, this, if I was the Empire and I knew that this guy it was immune to Jedi mind tricks, he would be next to me all the time. Right, like, why am I going after these fucking... They right. don't want anything to I, do with like, this. Who, who cares about Jango Fett? Like, this guy. It's <laughs> a bunch of Wattos. Yeah, get a bunch of Wattos out here. <laughs> it's like just they try to do the Jedi mind tricks. Don't, don't fall No, these anymore. are the drones I'm looking for. Yeah. Oh, damn. Put them, yeah, put them in this little fucking flying... Then, yeah, you can imagine, like, getting Stormtrooper armor for him. But, uh... <laughs> just one guy going, no! No! Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the thing of the pod race, it's definitely a reprieve from the boring talking and, you know, Jake Lloyd. Right. But, um, which, you know, 
I, I feel bad for Jake Lloyd. He's a, a kid. Of, I don't blame him. He's a kid, yeah. and it's not like the directing was that great, and it's not like he's surrounded by stellar performances. No. You know, it's just, it comes off the worst for him because he's a kid. I, I feel bad for all the actors in this movie because we yeah. know they could all do better. Yeah. Ewan like, McGregor is a freaking stud for making it past all three of these. And then coming back. And, and, then, more. and then coming back. I think he got it because he, he had the most, it looked like he had the most he fun. He had the most yeah. fun. Yeah. Because like, they're paying me to fucking goof around. Like, him and Sam Jackson looked like they had the most fun. Yeah. And then Ray Park had a good time together yeah. during like, I the think, choreography and stuff. I think Liam Neeson, his career was on a downward slope at that point because he did all of his like early on stuff and then yeah. he's like, well, what am I doing now? Well, it's funny that it didn't really go up from there. Well, well, he apparently, he, apparently he accepted the uh, role without reading the script because he was so excited to play a, a Jedi in the Star Wars movie. Right. And it's just sad. That's just the most depressing thing to hear. Right. You know that? <laughs> yeah, and then Natalie Portman, who, she was great in The Professional. Yeah. As weird as that movie is, yeah. she's great in it. Yeah. And we know she is good as an actress, as proven. But she was just... I, I was kind of live tweeting this yes this movie yesterday, and I I had a lot of fun doing that because I put up this one thing where, the 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 scene where they're all planning out the attack where it's like we'll go in through here and the Gungans will do this and, and that and this and I was like oh wow I need to get a screen cap of of all of the of all this great chemistry and I put up, <laughs> put up planks of wood because they were so boring and so like this is so pointless. There, there, there are wooden performances throughout. Yeah, for sure. But mm-hmm. none um, of it means anything. Like, and it's all. I think a lot of it's to do with the blue screen. You know, they have nothing to play off of. Nothing. Well, no, to like, put themselves in in there. And then again, it's the it's the whole thing with um, Lucas ha- uh, George Lucas having the most uh, say have all the say. Where like before, a second unit could be like, I don't know if that was right. You know, right. where like the script direct, a script supervisor would be like, maybe he wouldn't say that that way, or somebody, right. but. No, no, yeah, the the editor was like the only guy. The editor, like, there's and it, it's at that at, point is like this is too much. You look at every great director. Mm-hmm. You look at um, Scorsese. You look at Tarantino. Um, you look at uh, Spielberg. Like they all are the they all make it big because of their editors. And like, Tarantino, what was that one woman that died recently? Tarantino's editor. Yeah, and you could tell because there's I think she died after Django, mm. and you could tell his movies after Django have been long. Have been overbloated, yeah. and you know, I'm not saying that I know that they've been they've had a lot of good performances in it, but yeah. a lot of it is also a lot of the other shit has been like like do we need to see Brad Pitt driving down the highway again? Right, like how many driving scenes do we need? Right. I haven't seen that movie. It's okay. fine. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. When because you she it on would TV, fight him. Be all right. She would fight him tooth and nail. Right. To to take scenes out, to mm-hmm. cut things down, to move things around. She would like. They would be screaming at each other mm-hmm. to change this movie, and he would be diehard like, "No, this is my vision. I'm not taking this out." And she would be, they'd be neck and neck. Right. And every single time he'd come back and be like, "You're right. That made the movie better." No, if yeah. there's nobody to do that, I don't like George Lucas. I'm not saying he's a bad director. I will. He's a bad director. Fine. Well, maybe he is. But, you, know, <laughs> you can. You can. Your hands can be He's clean, probably. He's. He is a good. He's a creative guy. He's, he's a, a good, great story guy. He's a great story yeah. guy. But even the greatest story guy, even the greatest director, without an editor that's willing to fight them, they're not going to put out a good product. The way that I think about it is, you know, when he made Star Wars, you know, he obviously had his love for it. And I think when he saw that it got better when, um, you know, when when 
Empire came out, and when Return of the Jedi came out, I think he had all those time, like all that time to like reflect on it. From when when did uh, Return of the Jedi come out? Eighty three. So like from eighty three to ninety nine, like he had you sat know, there stewing his yeah, head. Yeah, that's a, that's a <laughs> he was like you could you know that he was just sitting around like trying to think like how he could bring Star Wars back and what okay, he thought was so going to be. The the one editor who told him in the in the documentary is like we have too much. He was replaced in the second movie huh. by George Lucas. <laughs> and that's why the second movie's not good. The second, the second movie's, movie's not the good. worst the worst Star Wars okay, film. Okay, so that's right. So what exactly do you like about this movie? Because I don't think we've actually gotten yeah. into that. So with in in so uh, he, like some of it is is more so like is is a little bit of it has to do with nostalgia. Like, because this is the first Star Wars movie that I got to see with my dad. And I remember right before the movie started, right right when the intro credits started, my dad turned to me and was like, I actually have goosebumps. Because he was always... He turned big, to me and said, you're adopted, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was a big original trilogy fan like sure. when they first came out and stuff like that. So he had goosebumps hearing... The opening scroll. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I mean, that's how I felt yeah. episode on, seven. When I put it on last night, and it fucking it still, still hits. It still hits. It still hits. Once it passes Star Wars, and the, the scroll goes up, and it says episode one, it's like, all right, well. Taxes? <laughs> what? Like, fucking what am I reading trailers. about? Yeah. So, so and, and. Fucking ten. I guess, I guess the way that I kind of look at it, and it's one of those things where, like, I can appreciate with Star Wars, is like, when you don't watch it with a critical, like, eye the first time, like, Every time we saw one of the newer trilogy movies, I, you know, my dad was with us, and every time, like, if I went to him and I was like, oh, what did you think of the movie? And he's like, oh, I loved it. Then, like, I'm happy, you know? Like, that makes me happy that my dad could just sit there and be I like, think... oh, I loved this movie. It's a great movie. Like, I'm happy that he's happy about it. So, yeah. like, that kind of, I think that kind of plays just... a part in it because when, after we saw it, I, he, he was like, oh, my God, that was like, such a great movie. Like, I'm so glad, you know, it came out. I'm so glad we saw it and stuff like that. So, like... That plays a big part in, like, my love for it. And it's sure. also, like, my first Star Wars movie that I saw. Yeah. And, like, you know, were there points of it being boring during, like, the Senate scene? Like, of course. But then, like, the pod racing, as a kid, I was fucking like, this is amazing. So, and then uh, it's, like, the, the Duel of Fates. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Never saw anything like that before because in the original Star Wars, it's more just, like, oof, oof. Sure, oof. yeah. Like, like it's, not, it's not great. It's Exactly. But yeah. when you actually have, like, what I still think holds up is probably one yeah. of the top... Two old men fighting <laughs> with sticks. Two, not great. You have, no. you have a top <laughs> three lightsaber battle in this movie. I don't but, care what anybody says. It's it's legitimately. Is it, if it's a top three, it's probably number three. Yeah, it's three, and then two would be uh, Mustafar, and then oh no, sorry, one would be Mustafar. Two would be I think the, uh, I think number two I would have the Ray and Kylo, um, in the Supreme Leader Snoke, uh, from Last Jedi. The water place or the snow place. Um, no, oh, you mean the end end when the, they fight together? When they fight together. Yeah. You mean, wait, wait, wait. Do wait, you wait, mean wait. In, 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 in uh, Rise of Skywalker? In, no, not Rise Is it Rise of Skywalker? No. In the Last Jedi? In the Last Jedi. Oh, okay. I would. Okay. Right, that so, is the Last Jedi, right? That is the yeah, Last Jedi. When they're all in the Red Room? Yeah. 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 That well, well, without getting distracted, because that is a conversation I want to have about the lightsaber sequences, but so uh, to answer the question of what do you think is good about this movie, 
you would say the pod racing and the duel of fates and the i think it lays great groundwork for all of the characters that have a deep rooted history before you get to the original trilogy i think that they lay it out pretty quick that obi-wan um like the reason why obi-wan takes on anakin as his apprentice a burden apprentice um how they found anakin which i think is very important to tell how um how the emperor kind of became more and more power hungry over the course of it starts in this movie, but obviously it gets more and more as the films go on. I think that it's... Now, by power hunger, you mean he got a first taste of power and just continued to just get more? Or, built. like, he had an, an idea that he wanted to accomplish by the end of these movies? I think it was both. Well, well I, I, I feel like, how can it be both? Because if he's... You could say he gets, if he's getting more power hungry, that would mean that his plans and his goals right. are changing. But... His plan from the jump was to take was over to take over was yeah, the that's empire. Like, that's like the, the right? definition between like step of it. It's the difference between like ambition and like oh, so, desire. Okay, so. It's like I'm, I want to be the best. He's like, no, I'm going to like, like I, these, yeah. are, the, these sorry, are the plans. Yeah. To be the sorry, no, it's like I'm going to be an intern at the Galactic when Senate. When you broke that down, it, it made yeah. more sense. So yeah, so obviously you can tell that the maneuvers that he's doing is to reach his end goal yeah. of taking over everything right sorry i i took that as him just becoming like more ma- more power I think he's getting closer and closer right. he's getting closer. He's his getting, goal was he's always a, the same he's accomplishing right? his he's getting end goal yeah power mad right. not power hungry yeah yes that's yeah. that would be because as he gets closer then the jedi start to catch on well, you so, right. way too late you can also <laughs> see the manipulation by the way jedi Possibly the oh, dumbest, dumbest fucks. They're this really so dumb. disappointing. It's so Yoda dumb. should not have been in this movie. No. Like, he had, he didn't do much of anything. Mace Windu could have done everything Yoda did. Right. Right? Yoda, and then, why would they, why was he not all, like, saying stupid things? And, and you know, like, like in Dagobah, Yoda was, like, he comes off... I'm now hearing that name. Dagobah? <laughs> <laughs> in Dagobah, Yoga, Yoda is, uh... You know, he's quirky, he's annoying. Like he's a he's, bit of a scamp. Yeah, he's like he's always like pissing off Luke. And it's funny because he kind of hides his wisdom. Right. You know? Yeah. And like, it, it's kind of this exterior, and and, and that's what's that's think, part of what we like about him. And in this one, he's just meta- stoic. I think, he's like Qui-Gon. I think that's... An, yeah, because there's no different personality type for the Jedi. It's all the one thing. He's a, he's a sage, yeah. Right. And like... I, I wish that he, one, wasn't in this because you could easily allude to him and that would create more intrigue for him to be introduced Mace, later. Mace would do, like, middle management and, like, be like, yeah, Mace Yoda would not be approved of yeah. this. Yeah. And then when or he shows like up that. in uh, Attack of the Clones so right. to whoop some Dooku ass, it's just like, yeah, yeah. here we go. Right, you right. Already, you already got a taste of it when they... Um, when they did the Metachlorian t- uh, count. I hate that so much. I don't think so. Oh my god, I it's, hate it. I don't think so. I hate it. I get why people hate it. I understand, but it's also like, dude, like, if this is something that he wants in the movies, like, let him fucking put it in the movie. Fucking it's such a t- it, it kills everything great about, like, the idea of the Force. It turns it from science fantasy to science fiction. Right. And also it turns it but from... It, it's like, a bad it, thing? No, who cares? It, it turns it from something that you could believe in like a religion, like a like an ideal, like something. If you if you believe strong enough in it, it's not like all right. Well, if you it's it went from that to be like oh, if you poop hard enough, you you poop better. 
Because it's in your body already. The way that I the way that I look at it is Darth Vader and Obi Wan Kenobi are probably the only two people left that know the science behind that. So like, well, Palpatine. Well, okay, so yeah, Palpatine, Vader, So Katana. So Katana. <laughs> Somehow she made it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. but uh, so like like. You know, it's but one it's, of those things where, like, there's there could have been a reason. Also, genetics wasn't you know who really also, that big in the 70s compared to... No, like, it was much bigger in the 40s. <laughs> no, I'm not... Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. That took me a second. Oh, my God. But, like, you know... That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, that's what sucks about it, because you know, you're putting this thing in someone's body that makes them better than someone else. When inherently. you can just take a person be like if you believe in something like like old nutty religions like if you take something and believe in it sure like you could be like oh well your connection to the force like if the force is like all right so with the the flash like the speed force where it's mm-hmm. like an actual real thing but only barry allen and like i guess all of them could attach like attach themselves to it but yeah. who's the strongest who could wield it like each person like that like it shows that the stronger you believe in yourself the stronger you commit to the thing like it's something that you doesn't it's not in you it's something you believe in so that's that makes it better than something's like yeah you the right chemicals like right like if you are just if you were just blonde haired and blue eyed and six foot two you would be the chosen one baby but but no but like but here's like my my response to that is if being a Jedi was just something that you could believe in then the original trilogy would have Jedi all over the place no no because because they they wiped it out they wiped out, but even though you believe in it, you still need training. And to believe in it is a skill in itself. Right. You know, and that's what Obi-Wan and Yoda that's do what for, he was going with for like, Luke. Luke believes that the Force is a thing right away because he he knows his father was a Jedi. He knows Obi-Wan can do some shit. But you need faith and practice right. and training. You need the two of them put together. And why Yoda was such, like, when he was revealed to be this Jedi Master's for like, the for- he believes so open-heartedly that he that he is one with the force that's when he lifts up the x-wing like it's nothing that was so gangster right it's still such like an amazing thing because at that time what was the force is just like i think i could shoot these missiles in this hole (laughs) right that's it and then you see like you could like if you believe hard enough in it nothing is impossible but then we find out now that it's just like well he'd have enough vitamin c so he's fine that's it so Let's let's move on from this to I think a big point of contention is because, again, so you 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 say this movie is good, because, or the things that make not not that you we know why you appreciate and like the movie and nobody right. can take that away. No, from yeah, you. I I'm not disagree with no, your yeah. sentimentality. No, no, no. With but, I think that's a beautiful story. No, no, no. Because okay, my dad hates me and he never took me. To Star Wars. <laughs> I only <laughs> just Star Wars was the first movie I saw without my parents. Actually, oh. I went with my brother. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so. What makes the movie uh, actually a good movie? Because you say that you know not you don't you don't say that you love the movie, which you do. You don't say that this movie has a special place in your heart, which it does. You say that this movie is a standalone good movie, right? And you say that it's because of two things: the pod racing and the duel of fates. No, I also added to that. Um, the the character building. Okay. Like, so the character building plays a big plays a very big part, and again and, and it's again in the sense of like, what character got built? 
Well, you're showing where people are starting, right? right? Yeah. But then there's such a huge time gap between one and two. Oh, I agree. You know I mean? For a lot I, of other I, people. Yeah, there was a... For some people and not others. For not others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, the thing is, if you take out... If you take out episode one, right? And you have that be the scrawl... The, the, the scrawl for I'm not episode, doing it. Don't worry about right, it. You have it be the text crawl for episode two. Mm-hmm. A young slave turned... Uh, a young slave from Tatooine turned Jedi. Uh, Anakin Skywalker is being trained by Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, um, and he and and they, you know, he has a, a friendship with the queen with Queen Amidala, and that while, meanwhile, uh, the Chancellor is up to some seedy shit, right? Oh, the, the Trade Federation still in the second one? No, the Chancellor of oh, the Senate. Oh, Chancellor. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you started from there. You still have Emperor Pal. You still have the the Chancellor Palpatine doing his schemes, manipulating the Jedi. To get to to give himself full control and turn it into an empire, you still have Anakin starting from, you know, a uh, young and and actually more, uh, a more reasonable place than a, than a slave boy. But then you can still have him kill out the sand people and show the darkness in him because you know that that's where he. Yeah, came well, from. he has that whole scene where he's like, "Oh, I don't like sand." Right, and then you and then you have their relationship like with Obi Wan, right, and being a little more concrete than. All right, I'll, I'll train this kid because you say so. Right. You know, like that for me, as far as motivations to set up a, a friendship, that's fit. Lethal weapons uh, relationship style. It's like here's Obi Wan Kenobi is an established Jedi. He gets a yeah. new partner. Right, and the partner's a young upstart. Yeah. You know, oh, he's just out of the academy, baby. Yeah, he, he, he's a Utah. <laughs> but uh, but no, but you know, for me, I feel like you still get everything built without, or at least set up. Without this movie even existing, yeah. you know, even Padme, you know, she she starts off as a queen and who gets manipulated, right? And for for me, that's one of the the more interesting things about this movie is that the people with good intentions get played by the people with bad intentions, and those who end up dipping into shades of gray come out on top, except for Qui Gon. Right. So, like, cause uh, for me, the thing that makes the duel of fates an interesting fight scene. Is seeing Obi Wan turn it on after Qui Gon gets killed. By the way, couldn't he just speed run through those uh, those barriers because apparent Jedi had exhibited that ability precisely one time. But uh, <laughs> but you know that. So like for me that and then you can well, see if that one rage. thing was shot beforehand and then George Lucas changes mind. Like you know what they could do? Right. <laughs> they yeah. Could speed run. So for me, it's like Obi Wan. You know, there's so much that you could. He he doesn't really get a character. He's like just. Where does he start? He starts off as somebody that, you know, trusts Qui-Gon. Where does he... And so he's going to do what Qui-Gon says begrudgingly. Right. And where does he end in episode one? As somebody who trusts Qui-Gon and is going to do what Qui-Gon says begrudgingly by taking Anakin. Where does Anakin start in, in the first one? He starts as a young slave boy who is good with robots and made a protocol droid, a translator droid, to help with dishes. You know, so, you know, gifted, not really the most... He's raw. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, and where does he end? Well, he's gifted, and, you know, he's a little raw. And he, he got a little fur- a lot of people. Well, I mean, at the end of the first movie. Right. Oh, okay, okay. He got a little closer right. to be- building this protocol droid that is no longer going to help his mom wash dishes because he's taking him with him. Uh, oh, no, he doesn't. He, he, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. He You're right. He doesn't. He, so he, wants, he wants this robot. It's going to be a weird With barely articulated, barely articulated limbs who's built to translate different languages to help his mom with dishes. So, and then 
Padme, where does she start? She starts as a queen who is, you know, caught in the middle of this bureaucratic and, and oppressive and system, and she's trying to work her way in, but she's getting manipulated. And where does she end? Manipulated. So for me, and then Palpatine's the only one that, does he grow as a, does he change as a person? No, his, his plan went exactly because how he wanted. Because we know he's a bad guy. Right. So for me, nobody ends up somewhere significantly different as a character by the end of the first movie than where they started. But you can take any Star Wars movie, any original trilogy movie, and you can see that not only is this change apparent, the lightsaber duels, you know, kind of show the climax of these changes. So that's going to bring me to now the the point that I wanted to make. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on real quick though. Sure. Because when you talk about the characters not really getting from one place to another, yeah. in this movie, you're you're mostly correct. I'd say he's like ninety-eight percent correct. Yeah, mostly, mostly, mostly. mostly. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> but I still think that mostly. once you put this together with Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, you see the start of the character arcs. But each for movie, all those every character had an arc. You, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, but like it shows you, it should like. There's no, there might not be an arc, but there is a linear story a story for each character, and then once this movie ends, that's when the arc. Start so you get the like kind of like Wait. the backstory of these characters. This linear story, and then after the movie's over, that's when the arc begins. In the second movie, after they establish who these characters. So are. in the first movie, the arc for Luke Skywalker is that he's a he's a kid from nowhere, about to embark on a huge journey. So he's got a. Anakin Skywalker in this movie. Well, since okay. that one came out first. No, I'm Star saying, Wars I'm came out first. It. I'm comparing yeah. it. Right. So, but he actually has agency throughout the entire movie. It's his idea to save the princess. It's his idea to become a rebel pilot. And that's what changed. It was Anakin's idea to enter into the pod race so he could get the parts for... It wasn't his idea to be a part of that final battle. He sat in a cockpit that would turn He shouldn't have been... Why did they take him? He should have been left on the ship. He should have been left in Coruscant. Especially if they decided they were going to train him. Actually, no, they decided not to. And then they brought him back from the battle. Then they decided Qui-Gon to. Qui-Gon the worst Jedi. I just... <laughs> Je- why did you is. take this child? So here... Actually, like... Han Solo. Here's, here's, <laughs> a real, here's a real question. An honest question. The entire, like, time Qui-Gon was trying to convince the Jedi Council and trying to convince... Obi Wan about this boy. He Did kept saying he could try to do the Jedi mind trick on you. On the Jedi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it only works with a weak mind. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think the Jedi are pretty weak minded when they couldn't yeah. tell <laughs> that Padme was. You know, they were weak minded in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so. Um, so like you know his his whole like thing was just like he's the chosen one and he's going to bring balance to the Force, right? Here's my question. At this point, it's already established that. Mace Windu said um, the Sith haven't been around for a millennia, right? I think it was him that said that. Yeah. Or it was one of the other faceless Jedi. Who knows how time works in Star Wars. Right. Yeah, so like, alright, Sith haven't been around for a long time, which means you have this whole Jedi Council, which means you have this whole Jedi environment. Like, where's Qui-Gon's head that he's bringing balance to the Force Right. it's just one Nobody side? Nobody knows it's out of balance. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like like it, everything seems to be like peace. Is this a positive or negative on your side? It's a negative. It's a negative. No, that's that's like that's like one thing because it's it's forgetting that like oh yeah they 
we said this morning. Nobody should be thinking it's that. Yeah. But it's, it's like, oh, going to bring balance to the force? Maybe we should just plug one right in. Well, in a way, it does bring balance to the force. Because it brings the dark side up. Exactly. So why would they even do that? Yeah. Exactly. like Yoda's like, oh, cool. Come here, Anakin. Sorry. It was a negative of Qui-Gon Jinn. Because that just shows how much of an idiot he is. Yeah. Because it's just like Anakin bringing or, balance to the force. But we're talking about character arts. Or not. Or not an idiot. Or maybe though. he does because want. Because the whole thing is that that the decide in the in the sequel trilogy is that the force does need balance. It does need light and dark. Mm-hmm. And if you just have light, then the dark's gonna come and fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, maybe he was predicting that, but. There are so many other ways in that he's an idiot that, you know, I'm not going to defend him. But anyway, yes, we're talking about arcs. So I compare, I'd like to compare it to Lord of the Rings then. Okay. Because you can look at the first movie and you could say, like, yeah, they're setting up Frodo's overall arc to becoming, uh, to going and, and throwing away the ring. You're setting up Aragorn's overall arc for becoming the king. You're setting up a lot of different people. Right. But even within the Fellowship of the Ring, they have their own arcs. Frodo's going from somebody who wants nothing to do with adventure to someone who accepts his role and breaks apart and breaks away from the group in order to, to accomplish it. My boy Boromir. Fucking Bora Bora. You know, he's a... Oh, Bora, I'm still a Bora boy. Yeah. <laughs> Boromir has an amazing story. Yeah, it's amazing art. You know, yeah. you, and Aragorn is like, you know, he's coming up and uh, somebody who's aimless and, and, and just trying to stay out of the radar to somebody who's you know, like, you know what, we have to come together and give our lives for Frodo. But, but, but like, that's the thing. It's like, you keep... but You, you both are just, like, comparing some, like, the start of the journey for somebody, but all of these characters started a journey in Star Wars. Like, they all... Like, the the movie laid out the groundwork for their stories to start, and they accomplished those by the end of the movie. They that's, accomplished that's their goals. They, yeah, they didn't accomplish an arc. But... They're not a character. But they're not they, fleshed out. But they... But they... But they are. No, they're not. No, they're characters in which there there's a name to there's a name to this person on the screen. No, no, no. But like, but like, like this so character is named Qui Gon So no, no. So you have Anakin Skywalker. Okay. Right. What's his characteristics? His character, as Matt said, he's a he's a slave boy. He just he works. He has an interest in racing. Okay. He, he has raced before, right? So then you see he becomes a good he he voluntarily um, accidentally. Or, or what you voluntarily? No, what? I'm he sorry. voluntarily offers his pod. Oh, sure. At, uh, to to become so you see that he he was Jedi mind good, tricking people. <laughs> you can see that he's a good-hearted kid who wants to help out where he, wherever he can, and you see his arc of um, overcoming those obstacles of the pod race of you know ended up getting uh realizing that he's been freed and then it plants the seed of like now he's sad because. You know, his it established in the movie as well that he misses his mom, and he, you know he hates that he, she's a slave, and that's where Yoda brings up the whole thing of like, like you the start Lisa anger thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you 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 start with the the pod race as like you could see him kind of turning into like somebody who wants to be somebody that could be helpful, but then you could also see. The, where his anger starts and where his sadness starts for the rest of the movies. So he doesn't just... He's not just baseline one person that's like the entire movie. Like, he has all these different things that happen to him where he feels useless when he's in the cockpit and he wants to be able to help. And then that's when... Well, he doesn't want to die. He wasn't in danger yes, at he that was. point. 
No, he was trying to save Padme and and her 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 soldiers. That's why when the, the when the three destroyers came. Okay. And he was like, I need to do something. I need to help. Let's try and find out how to shoot these guns. He shoots the guns, kills the destroyers, well, has saves R2, them. Has R two do it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who knows? And then R two, we gotta turn this thing on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's R2 the one that turned it on. R two doesn't turn like yeah. Uh, he's an astromech droid. That's what they do. Well, I, I mean, I don't, he, I, don't, he, I don't know what R 2s actual. The thing is, those are all external things. It's like, uh, how do I? It's like you know, uh, he wants to be helpful. That's one thing, sure. I I am going out on a, on a limb, and so, and again, you know how much I love Lord of the Rings, and you yeah. okay. I love limbs. You said I love to eat these limbs. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker in this movie does more than Frodo does in Fellowship of the Ring. He Fellow, does more. Fellowship, like he, he does, does more, like, more he has, like, and meaningful things in this movie than Frodo does because, in all honesty, Frodo. I would say he does more activity. I don't think he has yeah, he any does, meaning. He does to more it. things. Right. The meaning of his, As, the, the meaning of the things he does has no meaning. Whatsoever. No, I'll say that they have meaning. I, I, I agree. Think they absolutely I, have. Meaning. I think having somebody who is so under, uh, so like not looked at as, as a person of worth as Frodo is, and this is weird for me to say. Because we all know where I stood. I know, I know. <laughs> Look at you now. This, this, was, this was my plan the whole time, Matt. You finished it hard. This was it. Son of a bitch. What? <laughs> but what I'm saying is that because no one in the fellowship took him seriously, the fact that he was willing to take himself out, take his own that's, ego out to carry the ring. That's not true. To though. the end, yes. Because anyone that, else, I'll carry it when they were all. No, yeah, but yeah. nobody. But it's not like but nobody took him serious. As soon as he said that he was going to go, everybody was like. Oh shit! Like it wasn't like no, no way no, I could do this. It was like oh shit! Like he had to stop the the meeting. He had to be like I'll do it, yeah. which means no one gave a fuck about him. No one just goes through a meeting and like starts like goes like okay, may I have your attention? I'll do everything. But that's <laughs> but that's not a character flaw. That's not a character flaw. It's not a flaw. flaw. It's but, not. But, it's no, a positive. No, that's but, what I'm saying. It's no, 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 no. What I'm saying is like how he, nobody was listening. A to A character him. flaw would be like. Oh yeah, he's just like he has stage fright, so he can't no, you know, no, no. sing. But you, but you just brought up the, you just brought up the fact that Frodo was somebody that nobody like cared about. What I'm saying is like that was just because he was a hobbit. That wasn't just right. That wasn't he because was, of like who he, he was, was as a person. He was under the guise of what their preconceived notions of him was. But they were all fighting each other, so like obviously nobody's gonna like Frodo whispered it the first time he said he'll do it. That's true. He, he, said, he said it three times. He said it three times. He said, I'll do it. And then, he said, that and then he said, I'll do it. And then Gandalf heard him, and Gandalf goes, oh. And then Frodo says, I'll do it in front of everybody. And then right, everybody's Because no one quiet. gave him credit. No one gave no, him credit. Was Even his boy Gandalf is That's like, That's like ah. if the three of us are arguing with each other, and then you have somebody in the corner just be like, oh, uh, this. But nobody's going to hear it. But then they speak oh, up. I like the sequel. Oh, I like the sequels. No one gives Rogue One enough credit. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, Rogue That's true, though. fucking amazing. Oh, but here's the thing. <laughs> no, it is. Anakin does more. But those are all external things. Right. Like it's things that are happening like around him, and he and he's like, all right, there's droids coming in. I'm he gonna shoot these droids. Directly a part of the pot, the whole pottery. He was, part. he was. It's like, oh, like we need, like we need these parts. I'll he volunteer to think, do why it. Why didn't he use the force to get that thing instead of using a stick? Well, he, he did not do it yet. But that's the whole like. But 
why are we supposed to believe that he has anything? Just have him do that. It oh, doesn't mean you know, anything. Yeah, his were super high, dude. Right. Be like, I just reached out and it came to me. Yeah, but the thing is... Because it could have been one of those things, yeah. like, did he hit a bump or did he use the force? It would have been cool if he had a Luke moment where he right. used the force at some point. That would have been cool. Yeah. That's so, missed opportunity there. Um, but my point Star is Wars that... Star Wars Episode One missed opportunity. Yeah, who would have thought? Star Wars Episode One had a missed opportunity. <laughs> but I, I guess my comparison is, isn't so much more that Frodo was out here fucking shit up. And it's more that Frodo, as a person, came from somebody who was very happy to just be home and, and like, kind of like where Bilbo started. He was very happy to be home and not, like, fuck around with any of this magic shit and just be like, yo, I'm I'm going to watch my fireworks. I'm going to be a little... Uh, me and my boy Samer. Me and my boy... And, and sneak kisses the, down by the floor. But you can... <laughs> and that's then, a direct... Like, if you do the opposite of, like, sad and not being happy, that's where Anakin was. Well, he, he wasn't, wasn't sad. sad. He was sad. sad. He's a slave. He was with his mom in a two-bedroom apartment on a lower level with ample parking. If anything, he wasn't sad enough for to be a, for a slave. <laughs> right. He wasn't sad enough. He shouldn't have the kind of confidence. Why does he have like, on that he shit? He shouldn't. He's a slave. Milo <laughs> <laughs> had a pretty good business. But my point is, he's a kid. He's a slave with hope. Sure. At the end, he's a free kid with hope. But as a person, his qualities, like his character, like his character traits, as a person, like how he feels about certain things, like how, like what, like what has changed on the inside. Like Frodo changes as somebody who is not willing to be involved in adventure, and somebody who does not think he is worthy of the things being thrust upon him. To then not only volunteering to take on that journey, but then he says. But I, I can't do it alone. I don't know the way, right. little Frodo. Yeah. So then, and then at the end, so then he goes from somebody who's taken on this role, but he still doesn't think he's good enough. He needs the fellowship. And then by the end of the movie, he realizes that this is too dangerous. I'm going to drag these people down and decides to do the selfless act and they and do something that Frodo in the beginning of the movie would never do. Correct. Anakin Point. doing what Anakin does throughout the movie is the same thing that Anakin would have done in the beginning of the movie, right. the middle of the movie, the you, end of the you movie. You replace a pod, it's the same a, a Anakin. pod racer with a That's what I mean. fighter. Anakin has changed. Yes, yes, but what I'm saying is everything that kind of happened, which kind of, quote-unquote, I guess you can say this, awakened the Force in him, like in the sense of like it planted the seed that he is somebody well, just special. Stimulated his blood a little bit. Just give him a little tickle. Give him a little shake. Give him a little shake at you. Like like yes, I understand that when you what you're saying Frodo from the beginning of the movie is not the same Frodo as the end of the movie. But I also feel that also happens with Anakin. He got because, a haircut, that's what's different. <laughs> <laughs> little Joe. Because, because if you look if you look at the course of Anakin, like you see that he truly does want to help and he wants to take that next step once he finds out that he can be a jedi you see that he wants to take that next step and he's eager to go and learn just the same way it's it's the opposite it's a, like because lord of the rings is a lot more somber with it like anakin's like has this bright future ahead of him and Frodo has this dark future ahead of him, but either way, they both well, have a future. <laughs> right? You can say that about anybody. Well, Anakin, I wouldn't call his future bright, but yeah, but he, he thinks it's he bright. Thinks it's he bright. thinks it's bright, and Qui Gon thinks it's bright. Right. And by Qui Gon thinking that, that means Obi Wan thinks it's bright. No, right. Obi Wan doesn't. I, yeah. I know. Obi Wan, like that's why they, you know, the duel of fates. Like I just heard this recently. Like the duel of fates because. Because Qui Gon died, it determined Anakin's fate. Because mm. yeah. he wouldn't, he didn't get the same training. If Obi Wan died and Qui Gon lived. It, it was a different fate for Anakin. That's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. 
But I, I do think that there is a character arc in the movie. I wouldn't say that there is for Boss Nass had a pretty good character arc. I <laughs> no, um, Obi Wan doesn't. Right? Obi Wan doesn't. Um, obviously, Padme like, doesn't. Padme, she doesn't have an arc, but she has like adventures. Like she, she, she has, she has she something that affects. The, yeah, like she does things, but I'm saying yeah. like the things you do don't matter. Or at least people, it's not as entertaining if there's nothing going on internally. So I'd say Anakin learned new information. Ribs aren't as good if there's not a lot of meat on the bones. Or, yeah, so Anakin learned True. he could be a new Jedi. But what did that change about how he felt about anything? Nothing. He's still a, a kid with hope. Right. Then he gets, so he's a kid with hope. He's a slave. He's like, all right, Anakin, you can be a Jedi. It's like, oh, well, I'm a kid with hope. Right. So that for me, that's going to lead me to do this. It's like, all right, Anakin, you're free. And he's like, oh, well, as a kid with hope... That means I mean, I'm going to be trying to be. A, I'm going to I'm going to go do this. He's like, all right, Anakin, stay in the cockpit. He was like, well, look, yeah, but, I'm but a kid about, with hope. But what so, about, but what about Anakin in front of the Jedi in front of the Jedi Council, where where Yoda legitimately breaks him down as Did he a talk person in that scene? Yeah, uh, Anakin. Yeah, they, he's they like all, he's like spaceship. Oh, that part, truck. that part, that part. Yeah, when, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. Well, not not only that part, but when when Yoda's like, "Do you miss your mom?" Like, and he's like. Yeah. Like, yeah, like of course, and then that's where that whole speech comes with Yoda saying like fear. Uh, was it sadness comes uh, right. leads to anger, anger leads to hate, yeah, hate leads to suffering, suffering. So you go, like so, so you see, so you already know that that's where Anakin's mindset's already going for the next movie. That's what I'm saying. Like it, so, it brings yeah. you from point A to point B, which then leads you straight up to the arc that happens in the rest of the two movies. It's it's point A to point A, but you know where you know what now you know what point B is gonna be. Episode two. No, you hit point B by the end of the movie. So no, point B is him actually being. Uh, point B would have been him is him killing the the sand people. That's point B. Yeah, that's you a completed know? arc. That's when he's like, all right, he's no longer a kid with hope. He's a kid with pain and a kid with that is... He's, he's becoming a Jedi in turns to then free his mom later. The, all right. Like, yeah. that's his goal. Like, you right. can see that's his goal. So, so please, Lim, like, oh, you, sorry, you just sorry, went sorry, on for, like, sorry, 30 sorry, minutes sorry, about sorry. your dumb shit. Sorry. It's not dumb. It's, <laughs> I know. It's, we're talking about Star Wars again. It, who gives a fuck? But I'm saying, like, you, you could tell that his goal was to become a Jedi, have a good life, and then come back and save his mom. So that in ep- when went with Matt saying in episode two when he kills the sand people because his mom was taken away from him, there is the fear and the anger because he was still he's still sad that he can't be with his mom right, but he knows like if he's with his mom he's gonna be happy he has everything kind of lining up he's got a sweet girlfriend you know she's got a killer pad got some abs. grass great abs you know <laughs> she does really good ballet so he's that's his, that like his trajectory and then he comes to this one point. Where he goes back to, like, he goes back home, tries to find his mom. You're like, okay, well, all right, maybe I'm not there yet, but I could take her away now. And then he finds out that the Sand People really fucked her up. Yeah. And that takes all those emotions that he had and just spirals them out of control. But that, but that's the climax of his... No, it's not the climax. The climax is no, him no, becoming no, Darth Vader. No, 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 no. But like, well, the climax of the arc for that movie. For that movie. Oh but God. that's what I'm saying. But like, point but that, what's funny is that movie goes on an hour after that. <laughs> right, yeah. No, no, so, that's, that's shitty so for like, the Clone Wars. So, like, yeah. as, I'm, as I'm saying, like, as I'm trying to say is, like... Kid Anakin has nothing. He's a nothing. He's a non-character. I, dis- I, I, dis- I disagree. He is I, a... Like, fundamentally, 
he's that's he where you start to, to see the, the change. That's where you start to see the change in him. And you, when there's this, no change in him, he is but still. There is. He is <laughs> smiling at Qui Gon Jinn's burning. <laughs> Dude, that's it. That's also really like. Could you imagine being there and just smelling just like human flesh, flesh and like, hair? It's weird. All right, yeah, so so let's hair. move on from from the character. Wait, it's oh, an, sorry. It's right, an so hour. It's so an hour. We're an hour and ten minutes. That's in. what I'm okay. saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. All right, real, real quick. Real quick, I will say real like quick. when you, when Anakin gets to that point of sadness, like when he get, when he kills. The sand people, like if I thought, we're only talking about episode one now. I thought that was what we were doing. You, you're you just, the one that brought it into the kill. No, you, you're the one who's brought it into it. I'm just continuing what you were trying. I to say. said that that's when he started. I. You it, think his climax was like mid middle of the movies? Well, what I, what I'm saying is his turn to the dark side mm-hmm. starts at episode one. At episode one, where? At the when at Yoda the, tells when him, Yo, when Yoda when Yoda's like, "Be careful, you might have a character exactly. arc later." Yes, essentially, <laughs> essentially, essentially. If you that. fuck around, you might get some character death. <laughs> but like, once he becomes, like, again, it's one of those things where it doesn't happen throughout the like the entirety of this movie, but it starts, and oh. that's what's important. So about his character arc through the movie is that he doesn't have a character arc. Yeah. But, he, but he does have a character he's arc. The Things guy. happen to him, but he's the same kid. He's not the same kid. He was taken, and then he's like, do you miss your mom? Yeah. Yeah. He's not a different kid. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's not a different person. He like, just missed have... it. He, he just, he, and the mom's, he's been away from his mom for like a week. Not even. A yeah. day, like, a I, day. I don't think that the arc is super big, but there is an arc there. But no, because he, yeah, I mean, compared, he wanted his mom to, to be like, free before Mad, everything happened. Compared to a mountain, a speed bump is a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted his mom to be free before the movie started. Right. He never he never once had a thing where he's like, well, if my mom can't come, then I'm not going. And then right. he had to be talked down. Yeah, he never showed any like restraint from his mom until the end of the movie. He showed That was the first time he, he showed He didn't concern. know that he was going to be free to yes, go to no, exactly. after the pod after racing. After the pod racing. There was an hour and a half after it's, that. It's still, <laughs> there were still five <laughs> lightsaber <laughs> fights in between. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I get what you're saying, that things that things have changed, uh, his circumstances have changed. But as a person on the inside, I don't think he changes much until the second movie starts and he's frustrated. He starts off... That's when you have something. He gets a flaw. He's right. frustrated that you know he's gone through puberty without jerking off, and now he's being thrust into right. Something he's got lust. He's got yeah. you know human emotions. But like human but emotions. That's, but that's what I'm saying is like this, all the worst ones. Right. But you know he's got human emotions. <laughs> this, 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 this movie. <laughs> this movie ends with him becoming confused. No. Like, no. What do you mean? He's no. not confused. He's not. Confused. He is confused because he has the Jedi Council saying that he's not go like he's not good enough to be trained. You have the Jedi. Well, that's Jedi not confusion. Council. He knows where they stand. That's confusion. Yeah, for but, us. but then <laughs> you have. <laughs> but then you have. Are you, saying, are you saying the the reason why he's confused is because he goes, "What's going to happen to me?" And he's like, "I don't know." Well, that's no, it. Because, because of everything that everything that culminates between. Him not knowing what like the future of his mother, him not knowing the future of himself becoming a Jedi, him not knowing if he's ever going to be good enough to be a Jedi because it already starts here that the Jedi Council underappreciates him and doesn't like actually care about him in the long I run. I don't think they don't uh, they don't underappreciate. I think they're like, well, this could be a problem. Yeah, you're using information from the further movies 
to extrapolate right. what maybe he might have been thinking when we're he was like, telling him this. What do you need to do in a tr- like? In a tr- what you need to do. No, you have to look at this, look at this movie. as a standalone you, you movie. You can't look at, a, at at the first of a series as this is why I compared it to Lord of the Rings because you can look at Lord of the Rings, understand that Frodo has a long way to go, or that Aragorn or Sam or anyone has a long way to go, but still appreciate that they have changed from beginning to end. Right. That there's that there has been transformative effects that that you know can that you know yes sets up the rest of the movie but also makes you feel like this person has come a long way internally and you know what you could compare it to speed racer speed racer had a better fucking arc speed racer is underrated as hell though i've seen that but i haven't fucking wild very underrated it's 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 three movies smash into one yeah that should have been a trilogy (laughs) but like what i mean by that is like you could see in the beginning where speed is like so loyal to his family and then he gets like a little bit of like oh outside help and it's like glamour lights of glamour and he's like no but then he has a downfall, which every character is supposed to have. Right. And then he's like, well, now i got to build myself back up. Well, this is just Anakin being like, all right, I'll help you. Okay, let's go be a Jedi. Like, that's it. Like, there's nothing to it. Like, there's no, like, because also, there's also no real, like, main character in this movie. Like, there's no, like, one person you go, like, this is his story. Or, this is her yeah. story. Yeah. This is their story. Like, it's to, like, this is just a bunch of people. But we're like everything's kind of moving along, but Palpatine's there's no. The but, that's Star- yeah. Palpatine's Palpatine's but that's Star Wars. Who's the main nah. character in New Hope? Whose whose saga is it? What's the saga? What's the saga called? <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Who do we care about? Even even but, actually, you know, to to go back to take the original movie. Yeah, it's part of a trilogy, and the trilogy was made after the fact. Yes, but you can take Han Solo. And go, and you can see how he changes from A New Hope to Return of the Jedi. But you could also see his change in A New Hope when he goes. He was from, selfish. He comes, then he comes, comes back. But <laughs> that is a standalone movie where, yes, where you can happen. Where you can yes, see Princess Leia's arc. But she was you saying, can have good standalone right. movies that end up being parts of trilogies. Yes, a hundred percent. And this isn't think, one of them. But I don't think that a movie that isn't a good standalone movie should be discredited. Because it still has a good impact no, in the I'm not discrediting it just <laughs> off am. of the just <laughs> off of be, not being a standalone movie. I'm saying that it is on itself. Uh, it's uh, it's not supposed to stand alone, but it is still an individual movie. And as an individual movie, it fails. Just because That's there's only one think. leg of the table does not mean it's not a leg. Uh, this correct. is not a leg. Put, of it, put it put it this way. In that regard, as far as character growth. Put, yeah. put, it, put it this way, right? When you start a movie as Star Wars, yeah. episode one, right. it's a fucking pilot, dude. It's a pilot of a TV show. Obviously, it's yeah. not going to be the best fucking movie. Take the pilot of Breaking Bad. He changes. Yeah. Anakin changes in this movie. No, at, no. To what? At the end of the movie, Who? he is on a different path than the movie... Than, then no, his then the start of the exactly movie. his but his emotions change. his emotions change, but he also had no say in it. Yeah, his emotions it's, change as well. But the emotion he'll change happens after the movie's done. When you That's take, okay. This you, is the same no, thing that with Frodo. No, but you take Walter White. And Walter White. Sorry, everybody. We're still working out the, our new microphone yeah. system. So this is loud. Loud. I'm sorry. It's been like an hour. Walter White goes from a, yeah, I know this is way too long. I'm sorry, but Walter White goes from a mild-mannered chemistry teacher getting stepped on to figuring out he's got cancer to trying then, to 
determine how much money he needs right. to set up his family. The rest Doing of his things life. that he would never do because of this new information. Mm-hmm. Till at the end, he's standing in his underwear, pointing a gun at God knows who because of how much he has changed as a person. Mm. Anakin's learned new information. But it hasn't caused him to do anything differently than he would have in the beginning of the movie. And then at the end, do you miss your mom? Yeah. Oh yeah, she. I'm not going to be with her anymore. That yeah, that's sucks. Pretty rough. All right. Well, we'll see how that does in like the next if he movie. Was, well, like if, what, he, well, if, if that happened in the middle of the movie, for, if he was 15 years old, this would make more sense. But the fact that he's like, what, nine or ten? Like he's not really a human. Right. They set up his arc mm-hmm. in this movie, right. but he doesn't have an arc in this movie. Yeah, he has no fucking they, say. He's a prize to be won. I th- well, for one, I think it's I think it's very unfair that you compared it to the best pilot of all you time. You said it's a pilot. You <laughs> called it a pilot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you compared it to the best fucking pilot. Don't be mad. Don't be mad if, so, if you bring up an argument and then someone wins your argument. <laughs> well, well, what other good pilots are there? Every other TV like, show that's been out. Lost? Lost. Yeah. Great pilot, though. Great pilot. Movie. Not, a, not, a whole lot of, not a whole lot of character arcs there. We'll be, it well, sets up the fucking whole series. Well, the only character arc there is is I guess Jack, but you yeah. don't but you don't learn that from that like episode, like in, in the sense of like the only thing that happens with Jack is like I think using he's TV not shows is not the well, best. He has analogy. to assume leadership, right? Yeah, he goes from a selfish doctor in the in the plane who already a, is a leader, so he already well, is no, a leader he's in not general. A leader. If you're if you're a surgeon, you're a leader in a man. As somebody in the medical field who's performed a surgery or two, are you are you're... you the leader when when are like if you're working on a kid uh, and you're you're filling in a cavity, sure. right? Are you telling your dental assistant what to do and what you need to help you? I am. So you are a leader. But, but now I... lead a plane of of people gonna die. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Get to it. You're not a you're you're a boss. Right. You're not a. a it's not like I mean, there's a, boss a team. Needs to be a leader. No, I think you're. You, that's that's kind of a. At the same, yeah. if I don't have my dental assistant, I'm powerless. Yeah, you know? yeah. So like, that's so like, But if but if he was like a Boy Scout leader, like, and he's still a dentist, like, it doesn't. Make right, any, but there are stars are able to be. No, because you could be a boss and not be a good leader. Yes. You could just get there. Like, no offense. No, you I could, agree. You could just become like you're just more like say you're responsible and you're good individually. So you let people go like okay, well you're probably a good my boss. My dental assistant could hate me, right? You know, but they but still I'm have still to do their job, yeah. right? Whereas a leader is supposed to inspire. If others. Matt was leading a resistance of dentists saying like we will get this one <laughs> motherfucker who doesn't like Trident and we will kill him, <laughs> the Fellowship of the Two. Yeah, <laughs> that's a leader. Yeah. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Because there's nine people, yeah. and that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. Um, right. we, okay, we, we, well, gotta, we have to stop this. We gotta, I mean, as much as I'd love to yell and scream, I do have to go to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm oh, so yeah, sorry. Right. This was rough. Uh, but <laughs> okay, uh, let's gr- let's give the grade and your closing your closing statement. Okay. Uh, Mikey, go first. Actually, you know what? I'll go first. Okay. I'm gonna give this movie a four. I think it, it was it's a lot higher than what I would have graded it like four years ago or five years ago. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, having it available on Disney Plus, by the way, it's on Disney Plus. It is. Uh, makes it a little bit easier to digest. You know, I don't have to sit and kind of like stew about it or, you know, pay any more money to it. Yep. Uh, I think there you could now being more critical with movies and being a more evolved viewing movies, as, you know, pretentious as it sounds, I could see... I could see the pieces left on the floor. 
because George Lucas didn't have anyone saying, hey, pick up the fucking pieces and put it there and take these shits out. Mm -hmm. I liked Darth Maul. I liked Peter Serafinovich as his voice. I thought that was pretty funny. Mm. He's, uh, you know, uh, Pete in Shaun of the Dead. Oh, is that Pete? That's Pete. Yeah, it's Pete. Yeah, Uh, it's his voice. Uh, I think the lightsaber duels were stupid. I think (laughs) the character arcs were dumb. I think that Ewan McGregor is fantastic. Yeah, I but think, in general, not I, in, necessarily in, 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 in general, movie. in general, I think you not in this movie. I think so he much. was a saving <laughs> grace of this movie a lot sure. of the time. I think it was just a big old bag of air, nothing really to hold on to. But I do see, like it, it's it's when you fill up a shopping bag, but you leave your groceries still on the counter. <laughs> you still have the bag, but there's nothing in it, right. and that's why it's a four. Okay, next. Uh, I will give this movie a six and a half. Um, it and I'm going to use my review that I typed up last night real quick. It's oh, by the way, you can follow Mikey at Letterbox at Dequats. 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 Just no S. Fuck. Come There's on. Only one of them. There's Sorry. only one of them. He so. has a different name for each one of his social media. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's tough. I'm I'm working on that. All right. So out, out of out of five, I rated it a three and a half. Um, That's pretty good. That. Out of five. So I That's said a seven out of ten. Yeah. I didn't want to give it a seven, okay. so I'll give it. I'm going to give it a six and a half. Fair enough. So, it it really is not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. I'll never understand how people can complain about a movie that is supposed to build out an entire world and story that lives inside this huge universe that is known as Star Wars. The music is fantastic. The lightsaber duel is arguably one of the best ones of the entire franchise. Transitionally bad CGI, midichlorians, and one wonky character shouldn't be enough to discredit this movie. It's a good movie with a solid buildup of characters, stories, and backgrounds to the inevitable nine-movie series. What is most unfortunate is how bad the sequel, Attack of the Clones, is. So you... Not only do you you take down another thing, which we could probably use that same argument to that there's no character arcs or anything. Like the second movie, like I'm just gonna assume we're gonna say the same shit. Well, we're not arguing anymore. No, we're making our final. <laughs> <scene>. <laughs> so, um, <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm also giving it a four. Before I would say it was a, honestly I, I had it like a five before. It actually has gone down for me. Okay. Um, and it's the thing. For Brian down for you. Yeah. Well, I've that, also been alive a lot long. Like I've sure. been older a lot. Maybe it'll longer. go. Maybe it'll come back up. And no, well, I think time. it's gonna stay perfectly <laughs> The things that that I like about the movie are the same as as actually a little a combination of the t- of the two of you guys. You know, I like the music. I like the the set. The oh, you know, set, but the set pieces. I like the I I, I like the duel of fates not as much as Mikey. And, Unreview. I do. I think it's one of the better ones of the. I think it's one of the better ones of the French of the franchise. I don't think it's one of the best. And in future reviews, we'll talk about why because there's more empty lightsaber duels yeah. further on that that I can draw on a, and make the comparison a little better. Um, I think that I do. Agree, the performances in general are not enticing. I still feel that this is a be- It's it's part. It's part of an overall trilogy, but. It is the first step, the foundation. And as a foundational movie of a trilogy, I don't think that it holds up well. I still would feel embarrassed showing... I can't, there's, I can't show somebody the Star Wars movies in order because I feel embarrassed to show them The Phantom Menace first. Oof. So it is, it, is part of a, mm. it is part of a nine movie trilogy and it sets a very bad tone moving forward so would you do that whole like the cut up saga where it's like yeah. you show like episode four five two two three, three six yeah i haven't tried that 
I could. Hmm. I, I, I wouldn't rule that out. Or two, three, four, five. No, it would start with, like, it would start with Solo, Rogue yeah. One. But I, I yeah. really don't believe that this movie adds anything to the Star Wars franchise that isn't covered in two and three. Okay. So, so for me, it's a four. Okay, so with a six and a half and two fours, this movie rounds out to about a five. About a five. Uh, which, which is, is higher than, than a, a betting person other would people would put it higher yeah. than other people would yeah. put it mm-hmm. um i think yeah it's just this is just this is like a downfall like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be one of these fucking guys that were like oh george lucas you, know, you raped my childhood I, yeah. like i said a billion times before by the time this movie came out my childhood was pretty much over mm. uh i still like star wars yeah i will always like star wars I don't give a fuck what happens. If I don't like a movie, I don't like a movie. Obviously, I have a place to, to say where I don't like it. We got the Mandalorian. Is we, this your least favorite one so far? <sighs> of the of the seven movies that you've reviewed? Because I know you haven't done yeah. Attack of the Clones. Out of out of the... I mean, I haven't seen Attack of the Clones since I saw it in a movie theaters. Like, that's the one... Oh, wow. I haven't gone back to that and Revenge of the Sith either. Oh, buddy. I haven't gone back to that. Because, not <laughs> because... Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Seth. Yeah. Seth. Damn you, Seth Green comes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't know. I, I think that this is the best comedy based on Star Wars. Like, Jar Jar is the best comedy? No, I mean, this is the best, like, this is the best, like, spoof of Star Wars I've oh, seen. Oh, oh, oh. Like, something for wearing Star Wars costumes and like, oh, but I don't think it's... I don't know. I don't think I, this just shows to me that George Lucas is not a good filmmaker. I think he was. I, I think he, when he got burnt out, he got and then got rich. You know, he got you know he made billions of dollars on toys and billions of dollars on video games and you know he was able to and what he's done with that you know I'm not going to take it away from because he also made that Disney deal to protect the people that worked at LucasArts. Yeah. You know he you know he saved a whole lot, lot of jobs. He's created a lot of programs and you know. A lot of the good stuff that has come from Star Wars, I'm not going to take away from it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say this movie's not good. This movie's not good. It's not I, good. I'm, I in the future movies we'll talk more about whether or not he's a good filmmaker versus somebody who's just left unchecked in right. too many ways. You know? I think that's. I think this is it. This is like, this is like the Snyder cut. This is like the Snyder cut. That's sad. Um, this is. Yeah. The, this is. But no one was like. Oh, he movie. wanted. He wanted it to be his movie. Yes. And well, and it's unfortunate. Because I feel like there's a way for him to have accomplished that, but I feel like it's exactly that, where he just became unchecked. For too long. Nobody involving... nobody. Sh- a movie is something that is such a collaborative effort. Nobody should be yeah. should have total control. So, uh, for the first episode of 2021... <laughs> what a great way to start it off. Oh, this boy. is the longest episode of 2021. I hope so. So far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, will we continue doing the season after this trilogy? Well, we'll see. Might need a break. We might need a break. But until then, you can always hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you need a shirt or thingy, go to tpublic.com backslash Movie Mayhem Podcast. Or you can also find us at our other show. Send me in. Send the invite. There you go. you do Send the invite. We we uh, release our episodes on Tuesdays, Mondays, Wednesdays. Wednesdays. <laughs> it's always weird. I always just get tagged, and I'm like, oh, I guess this dropped. <laughs> I don't know the postings yet. Well, when I, I finish editing it, yeah, <laughs> it really so, goes up. So, so uh, yeah, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's it's the three of us and and uh, our buddy Andrew, and sometimes our buddy Nick comes in, uh, and we just bullshit. Yep. We we kind of take that as an opportunity to kind of catch up with each other, not over a group chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 
it's it. I think it's a limited series. I think we only got a, maybe a few more episodes for a season, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. So guys, that's that's the shoot. Uh, much like last year, twenty twenty. Much like episode one, the Phantom Menace. It ran a little too long. Yeah. But uh, well, I'm gonna put the entire the duel of fates on this. Yeah. <laughs> to give us something. Yeah. Like but um, hopefully. I'm sure George Lucas will rein it in for the second one, and so will we for the next review. So uh, until then, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. And peace out. Wear your fucking mask. <laughs> See ya.